Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. Exactly. Taylor and I are trying something new today where Hello. she is at home and we're both Coming on, at I'm at home and then we're on queens. FaceTime and uh, wish us luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope because as you all know, if you've been faithful and listening to us, we have struggled in. Uh, Hi. Oh, I like so froze. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. You did. Yeah, I'm here. It's fine. Okay, we, we're just gonna keep going. We're gonna keep, we're going, gonna keep going, going with it. We've just really struggled <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Hence, what just happened? <laughs> anyway, uh, so you guys are listening to the podcast, Quirky Crime Sisters. Uh, we are the podcast where two sisters actually really do uh, like to hang out with each other and wish we weren't quarantined. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Um, have an adult beverage or two. Or three or four or different beverages at different places. Meh. While doing it. Stupid. (laughs) Um, like to talk about some crazy shit though. Like Um, Doc Antle culty crazy shit. Yes. So, uh, that brings us to, what are we talking about today, Tay? We are talking about crazed cults. Yes. These the people are nuts. It's incredible what people, how people can talk other people into doing these shitty things. Like, it's amazing to me. Oh, it's, it's, I don't even understand. But then again, I've also been in a couple of like shitty relationships where I felt like I got manipulated. So I guess I could see like how it would it's be. the same thing. Essentially. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't fair. Know. But so anyway, um. What are you drinking? Because we're at different places, drinking different things. I am drinking the ever-luxurious Evan Williams Peach (laughs) with some straight 7-Up because... Or is it Sprite? It's Sprite. Um, But this is some Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey blended with the peach liqueur. Ooh, I like it. I like it. The smoothness of Evan Williams Peach with a fresh peach taste. Perfect as a chilled <laughs> shot on the rocks are mixed. What is that? I don't know what this is. Is that not- supposed to be like a southern accent? <laughs> it wasn't whatever it was. Let's be honest. <laughs> but that's what I got going on. What you got going on? Oh, I got our tried and true just La Marca Prosecco up yes. in this bitch. I almost got Prosecco and then I realized I was an alcoholic and wanted whiskey. So, on that note, when people ask me, like, what I did during this quarantine, I'm going to have to be like, oh, I upped my tolerance from one bottle to two. How about you? 
<laughs> I feel the same. I don't know. In the last two and a half weeks, I have gotten drunk almost every evening, which is really unfortunate. Like, it's not good. Oh, my God. Same girl. It's, I'm just like, okay. So I'm going to pop my, the bottle. Look, you want to talk about getting drunk every night and how unfortunate it is? I literally didn't even bring down a glass. <laughs> I'm straight drinking from this bottle. I'm so impressed. But see, okay, it makes sense for you because you can't even go to work. I still have to go to work and I'm getting shmammered every night. It's true. No, it's very true. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I am using my uh, tried and true Broncos goblet that you got Ooh, me for I Christmas. It. I love it. Because we're going to do things this year. Boom. All right, I'm, I'm going to pop. Are we good to pop? Pop. Oh. <laughs> your face. <laughs> oh. All right. That was a great pop. Um, yamas? Yamas. I forgot you're not pouring. I need to pour myself. No, I don't need to pour. I told you. Look it. Look it. Oh, I am so proud. I hope it comes out your nose. Mm-mm. <laughs> Girl, I got this down. <laughs> I do got a oh. shout out to the wine and crime girls. Um, my boyfriend doesn't really listen to us, but he's kind of into our thing. And the other day, I forget, I opened something and he was like, nice pop. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's because like we love those girls so much. So we just do it anyway. Oh, yeah. But um, so, yeah, my coworker in my Zoom calls, I have a poster that's signed by them hung up in my office. And my coworkers kept being like, nice. I'm like, I know. Nice. You're like, yes, yes. It was approximately <laughs> halfway through my zoom meeting with everybody else who's a big wig in the facility because i'm one of the highest that i realized in my background you could see wine and crime signature a picture of wine and a sign that said cool beer and i felt no i felt the most professional in my life i've ever felt (laughs) (laughs) you're like do not let this be a reflection of who i actually am i swear (laughs) this is only like four out of the seven days of the week yes i love it i love it (laughs) all right my chair is not as comfy as my chair in the corky cave I know this Corky Cave is feeling awfully alone. Like I'm literally sitting here looking across at your chair and I'm like, Meh. I know, <laughs> I know. We'll get used to it for now. It's all right. Um, all right. So who goes first? I think I went first last week. You did. I'll go. Go Beanie. Go Beanie. Go, go, go. I'm spilling. I'm spilling. Can't hold my liquor. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So quick corkscrew. Um, in this crazy quarantine, I have found a new stupid like reality show because let's be honest, they're all dumb and not reality. Um, anyway, and it's called the Bush Family Brood. What? So it well the Bush Family and then Brood. So it's all about the Anheuser Bush Family. Oh. And it's like the fourth generation dad, and then his wife and their seven children. Oh my God! Close and your legs. They're just no, but you know what? They like well. First of all, that family's. So my husband and I looked it up. They're worth like thirteen point four billion dollars. So you know they're I, doing just fine. I'm just saying for her own sake. Like that's too many. I think she was, well, let's be honest, when you're worth that kind of money, you probably had two nannies per child. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Although they seem like a very nice, like, close-knit family. Anyway, but uh, the one of the sons, he's 22, and oh, man, you can tell he's 22. <laughs> but his brother, like, threw a drink at him, and he's like, we're bushes. 
you don't waste alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's what it made me think of. Uh, anyway, that. proceed. Yeah. So I am going to be talking about Heaven's Gate today. And did we introduce each other? Oh my God. Fuck it all. We are so lost. That Fuck forgetful bitch all. over there is Nikki. <laughs> Oh, thanks. And that other forgetful bitch over there is Taylor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one had... My ratio's a little off. <laughs> Whew. Ready. Okay. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Heaven's Gate. And I actually ended up reaching out to Nikki right before I did this because her husband's band dressed up at these, as these guys one time. So uh, just a quick prefaces on this they my husband is not like into cults and stuff like that that's just not his jam um thank god yeah it's like but um (laughs) but uh he did one of the guys in the band is like loves cults and is like all into it so he's the one that was like hey guys we're gonna dress up and i'm not gonna give away like what they look like and stuff because that might be part of your thing but yeah i was gonna say like now looking back it's pretty morbid yeah Um, Either way, though, we're going to talk about Heaven's Gate, which are just a bunch of fucking lunatics. Let's just be honest here. So, to start with lunatics, you know me too, <laughs> but um, your husband could hang out with these people. I'll, we'll get into this. He's not a lunatic, but like, you know, is it sad that like every time we do an episode, I'm like, oh my God, I'm married to Florida Man, or oh my God, that would be my husband. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is i'm seeing a pattern i'm I'm seeing seeing a pattern you'll see why though there's there's a really anyway um so a man named marshall applewhite started looking into his religious interests around 1970s this is not super long ago um because it'll lead up to sooner days um he basically started to really look into this he had a whole life and there's not a lot on him before this that's interesting or relevant relevant (laughs) relevant (laughs) drink uh, yep, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor, that ratio that you got going on right there, that is like straight. What is even in there? Peach, whiskey, and Sprite. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's it's Sprite. I realized that it looks really light, like if I did regular whiskey, and that'd be scary. <laughs> yes. No, it's peach. I love it. Um, anyway, though, he started this venture after he was fired from the University of St. Thomas, and he was fired because he was having a relationship with a male student. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, which, which isn't that, I don't know. It's not that irregular, unfortunately. It's not irregular. Um, um, I talk about this a lot at my job of, like, inmates and correctional officers. Like, it just happens. Um, not that I'm condoning it in any way, shape, or form, but it's more common than we think it is. Yeah uh okay so right after this he actually met a 44 year old 44 year old nurse who was married at the time but her name was bonnie nettles nettlebottom anyway (laughs) she had a huge interest in theology and biblical philosophy and prophecy so she was definitely i don't know the driving force behind (laughs) what he kind of got into you'll kind of see this a little bit especially with the prophecy piece it'll become really huge in a little bit yeah so they ended up actually meeting just kind of by chance. So, like I said, it's never by chance. It's by divine intervention, according to them. <laughs> according to the prophecy. According to the. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> you are accurate AF. Okay. <laughs> so 
obviously Bonnie is a nurse, as I said, and Apple Bottom, Apple Bottom. Now I'm connecting the two. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Bottom, Apple Bottom jeans, boots, boots with, with the, the fur, with the fur. <laughs> Um, I've had the whole club looking at her. her. Okay. Um, Show it again. No, no, no. <laughs> we are so unpracticed in podcasting right now. It's not even funny. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, though, Apple White went to visit a sick friend in the hospital and ended up like running into Bonnie and the two like hit it off. Okay. So it really was in a weird place at a weird time. Yeah. Uh, after meeting her, Apple White basically said, like, I feel like I've known this woman my whole life. Therefore, the only logical conclusion that we must come to is that we, we were together in a past life. We knew each other. I mean, that happens. It, it happens. It happens. Um, he also felt like extraterrestrials had divine intervention. And that was the reason they met. Oh, so now we have aliens and God coming together and past lives. Is this Greek orthodoxy? <laughs> according to your husband. This is well, the Bible according to Soterios. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, when you add in the alien part, although in Greek orthodoxy, we do not, the aliens is not a thing, but I yes, <laughs> I know. So they kind of came together. I'm assuming she left her husband and they continued their studies and felt like it was their job to be kind of biblical prophecies and go around spreading the word. And it was just like the two of them for a little while. They also felt like they had higher level minds than a lot of their peers. Of course, they all that's that is like a common theme of all of these people who end up being the leaders or prophecies or whatever you want to call it they all have that higher level and they're all right you know they're brilliant and that's why people listen to them yeah you know so they they think they're a cut above which Mm -hmm. who am i to tell you that jesus and et don't go together just throwing it out i mean i bet you they're homeboys (laughs) (laughs) they might be homeboys (laughs) They're kicking it together right now. I was almost thought about making like a dirty joke about like E.T.'s finger and Jesus. Then I realized that's really like blasphemy and like. (laughs) Like the picture of the like fingers touching. (laughs) Haven't you? Yeah, somebody did that. I think there is one of like Jesus and E.T. I was thinking dirty, but it's okay. Oh, 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 the other fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. I'm I'm just going to keep drinking from my bottle. You drink. Um, they also felt, the two of them also felt like Jesus was a reincarnated Texan. <laughs> and yes. they were two witnesses from the book of Revelations. Yes, I can tell. <laughs> I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because <laughs> it says I'm formal, but I like to party. <laughs> and you know, he's wearing his cowboy hat. <laughs> But the way I wrote this was a reincarnated Texan, and I'm almost feeling like, what if he was in like a football helmet with like the steer on the side? <laughs> he played football. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Nothing special. He's like, I like to picture Jesus as an eight-pound baby in his golden fleece diaper. <laughs> oh man! So, so you picture him however you want. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, whatever to anybody, honestly. Yeah. Um. So they would often go to churches and speak that they were these witnesses and they were prophetic and they could do all these things. Uh, 
they commonly refer to themselves as the two or the ufo two oh yes okay very they, original they definitely are unidentified <laughs> literally the center of their beliefs was that they would die and be revived on a spaceship um they okay. called this the demonstration of course why what else would it be called yeah um and a lot of religious communities were like the fuck are you talking about what meth are you smoking like no that's not how this works that is not what the after the afterlife is not a ufo okay just no um so then they were like well fuck these people we gotta find other people i could just see it at the golden gate you get up there to talk to jesus and say you know do i get in or not and right next to him is his right hand man instead of being you know uh john or you know whoever else it's fucking et it's et just kicking it up there together (laughs) it tells you whether you can go into heaven or not yes Oh, my God. So they decided, fuck those people. We're going to make our own meetings. So they began to establish meetings and attempted to recruit people. And they called their new, quote, unquote, disciples, the crew. Oh, original. Everything sounds really vague and, like, ominous for some reason to me. Like, the demonstration, the crew, the two. It's very um, basic. It is. For higher level thinking, for sure. Yeah, exactly, for these brilliant people. So their minds started taking it a step further, and they represented themselves as beings from another planet. And what they said to their crew is that if you participate with us in an experiment, we'll help you go to the next evolutionary level. Mm. So you can have high minds like we do. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a quick corkscrew. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> when you said we're all beings from another planet, remember me telling you about my like 83 year old grandmother? And I went back to, she's from Iowa, and I went back there, and my cousin, we have what's called the human bean, <laughs> yes. which you can get coffee at, and it's delicious. So my cousin asked my grandma, Grandma, is there a human bean here? And my grandma goes, What are you talking about? We're all human beings. <laughs> So adorable and wholesome, and I love that. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Um, so basically, in 1975, the crew started to assemble at a hotel in Oregon. Um, part of their fancy, base, I know, right? So fancy, Waldport, Oregon. Oh, also, my do you see my highlight is blinding me and the gods today. It is. You you're you're glazed, girl. I'm a glazed donut. Um another basis of their thoughts is that they needed to sell all of their worldly possessions before they could get to the next phase of enlightenment, if you will. You know, and that's the thing too. All these culty things, there's always a ladder and the next phase and the next, yeah. you know, rung up or whatever. These are all red flags, people all red flags well and if you if you really like break it down it's almost like an abusive relationship right like loss of interest loss of connections loss of financial support yeah so not only was it getting rid of worldly possessions but they also had to say bye to their loved ones yeah um and after that they like just disappeared into thin air like fucking i'd be dragging your ass with me you're gonna add me to a cult with you 
<laughs> I'm like, hey, we're going together. <laughs> I'm going to leave the cult. Are you kidding me? <laughs> let's let's start a Prosecco cult. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so the two, Bonnie and Applewhite, now are going by Doe and Tea. Hmm. No idea why. Um, but like re- so la re to di. No, what is that? Me, do, re, fa. Re, fa. I don't, <laughs> don't sing and you don't want me to sing. Actually, you heard a sing earlier. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but they arranged for the whole group to just go underground. Hmm. Um, and they had a nearly 100 member crew from across the country. Well, I figured... I mean, that is a lot of people, but I thought there would be more. <laughs> just, just saying they're not holding. I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I'm amazed they got a third person, really. Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest here. Valid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could Valid. be more, but. <laughs> oh, God. I'm surprised someone was even like. Maybe I should. I'll listen to you. I'll listen. Yeah. Well, I'll drink that Kool-Aid. Give me the Kool-Aid. That's another cult we could have done, but that's way overdone. Um. So this 100-member crew started sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and just begging in the streets to live out of, like, the public eye to kind of keep up this facade, which is really fucking weird. Um. Because they were attempting to be hidden and they are attempting to evade the authorities and the media, this helped them reach their next evolutionary level. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine. Because yes, digging um, out of dumpsters and begging for money is definitely the next level. Up. Yeah. You know, we're not regressing back to, like, being cavemen or anything. But, you know. Okay. I see it. I get it. It's amazing. Like, so this is a cult, too, that was very fluid in that they really tried to reinvent themselves multiple times. So, um, like, Applewhite. This shit wasn't working. It's not working. Great. And Applewhite Nettles used, like, a bunch of different names. There was Bone Peep. There was Doe and Tea. Um, and they, I know. It's amazing. Um and the group also changed their names a ton. Okay. I felt like people were staring. Sorry, I had to close my blinds. Um, <laughs> so before they became Heaven's Gate, uh, it was known as the Human Individual Metamorphosis or the HIM. Very oh, sexist. Oh. Very sexist. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they reinvented themselves several times and renamed several times and tried a variety of recruitment methods because obviously they needed all the help they could get. For real. Um, he also believed he was directly related to Jesus. Of course. This is why he was so above. Of course. Yeah. And what part of their Doe and T's teachings <laughs> Doe and T's teachings um, was that Doe's bodily vehicle was inhabited by the same alien spirit which belonged to jesus oh and nettles was the god the father Uh uh-huh so you see how this evolved from like being a witness to now like we are jesus and god uh yeah that's what don't do drugs (laughs) just don't (laughs) oh my god 
I can't even. <laughs> in 19- and the fact that people even bought this that's is what... what- the fact oh. that they got a third member. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh my goodness. Okay. In 1985, uh, Bonnie dies, leaving oh, Apple White no. to his own devices, meaning God has lost, has left her body. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, no. He's just released into the world and has no vehicle that is good enough to inhabit at this point. <laughs> He's just fucking out there <laughs> until the uh, apple bottom finds his new she thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, apple white takes off with this and starts to kind of re envision the group again. Um, and this is where it started to become a cyber culture where they really took to the online forums to try and be cunning of edge, if you will. How, though, when you're living on the street? That's an amazing question that they don't identify. I don't know if at this point they were still living off the street or if they had settled down. But it says by the mid-90s, they had kind of become reclusive. And they only referred to themselves by the business name of the higher source. And had a website, and that's how they recruited followers. Okay. Yeah, and... It was around this time we see kind of the de-evolution of the group. So we were supposed to have the comment hail bop, hail boop, hail B-O-P-P. That was good. That was good. Beautiful. It was beautiful. But they felt that this comet housed the secret to their ultimate salvation and ascendance into the kingdom of heaven. Now we're mixing astrology into all this. Yeah, because now we're just we're now we're just grasping at comets. We <laughs> <laughs> can't pick one goddamn thing. So we're new at all. <laughs> oh man! So by October of 1996. Um, Sticks. See, drink. Sorry, I'm like burping, but it feels like I'm going to throw up. It's fine. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Do we need to pause? Mm-mm. Do you have a trash can underneath your desk? Yes. But I'm not going to throw up. It was just like a weird burp that got stuck. Um. So in the crew in 1996, a year after I was born. So this is sketchy. <laughs> puts it into real time puts it into real time <laughs> real life starts your life real time <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing existed before me it's fine yeah exactly nothing existed you were you know <laughs> this many years old when you found out that they existed i am the new bodily vehicle for god okay <laughs> Okay. Ooh, now I feel like I'm opening myself up to weird shit. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like that was weird. Take that back. Take, take that right back. back out of the universe. God, I like you, but don't be in me, please. Okay. <laughs> um, in 1996 of October, though, the crew rented a large home that they called the Monastery. This was a 9,200 square foot mansion. Fuck off. How do they afford that? I have no idea. They rented it in California and they paid $7,000 per month in cash. What were these people doing? I have no idea because in the same month, they purchased alien abduction insurance. 
Oh where, my. where do you even find this? Where do you, yes, I don't see that as an option on my bundle, like drop down. Progressive. For, <laughs> um, excuse me, I would like my alien abduction insurance. Literally, so it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> it covered up to fifty members and would pay out one million per person. Um, and the policy covered abduction, impregnation, or death by aliens. Who was fucking stupid enough to give them this insurance? What company? That's what I want to know. I didn't look in enough niche insurance. Oh my god. That is the dumbest thing I've ever... These people are stupid. It's incredible. I think they got swindled, honestly. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, so, March 19th to the 20th. 1997 uh applewhite taped himself in doe's final exit um and spoke of a mass suicide that was the only way that his crew could leave the earth and evacuate but who's gonna get all their money <laughs> the aliens at this point I don't fucking know. <laughs> um he really felt like this comet hail comet um <laughs> That was pretty. I love it. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Uh, he felt that it had a spacecraft tailing it. And Didn't they all, all of the ones that decided to follow that, they all yeah. thought it had something to do with aliens and this and that. And Yeah. 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 And he felt that the event of the comet was the closure to Heaven's Gate. So they needed to get into there before the comet was over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which if you remember the only way to do that is by dying death yeah so apple bottom uh persuaded 38 followers to prepare for ritual suicides so that their souls could actually get on this aircraft or aircraft <laughs> spacecraft <laughs> we're not talking about a boeing 777 <laughs> they're just taking that ride on up there <laughs> prepare for takeoff please uh, <laughs> make sure your tray tape tray tables are up in their locked position yeah oh. part of this obviously he felt like this would take him to the next spiritual level they'd be re-resurrected on this aircraft in that uh oh, life sorry they would be resurrected <laughs> breathe on. you always forget to breathe i get like really amped up okay okay so they would be resurrected on this ufo he made each of the 38 members that agreed to this essentially and were like still drinking the kool-aid somehow that they needed to include a farewell video so they each recorded one okay that's not ominous but all right okay to kill themselves, yeah. members took phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding and washed it down with vodka. Um, Sounds like a nice cocktail. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, they secured plastic bags around their heads after injects, ingesting the mix to induce asphyxiation. So I'm not any... Fishiation. Um, all 38 were dressed in identical black shirts, sweatpants, 
brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes and arm bat- arm patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. Was there something to do with purple in there? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not there we'll yet. We'll get there, yeah. Um, and this, like, Heaven's Gate Away Team is actually... They took a lot from, like, the Star Trek realm for some reason. And that was actually a use of Star Trek, which I don't understand it, granted. But they also had somebody that was, like, physically involved with Star Trek as part of their members. It was really weird. Huh. Each member had on their person a $5 bill and three quarters. Um, the $5 bill was to cover vagrancy fines while members were out on jobs, while the quarters were to make phone calls. What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you calling? And I get well, you know what? I guess when you get to the space station, you're going to have to pay them the fee for picking you up, and then you're going to have to ET phone home. Something, right? So you need your quarters. <laughs> uh, once dead, a living member would arrange the body and would take off the plastic headdress. Your, your, <laughs> your plastic headdress. Your kinky fun tool. <laughs> and with, That is quite the headdress. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it besides a bag. I don't know. Uh... They would then pose the body so it laid neatly in their own bed with faces and torso covered by a square purple cloth for privacy. There it is. Yep. There it is. Um, the identical clothing was used as a uniform for the mass suicide to represent unity. Well, <laughs> I love this so much. They only chose the white Nikes because they got a good deal on shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there was no significance there. They just found a good deal on them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, that definitely fits in with your Mm -hmm. belief system. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, God, I love that. So the 38 or 39 adherents, sorry, I guess I was wrong. It's 39. 21 women and 18 men were between the ages of 26 and 72. And there were 72. Oh, yeah. It ranged, girlfriend. Fuck. Um, And they died in three waves. So they didn't do this all at the same time because people had to rearrange, right? Um, They died in groups of 15, 15, and then 9 between approximately March 22nd and March 26th. And Mr. Applebottom was the third to last member to die. Uh, Two people remained after him because they were the ones that were going to obviously rearrange him. Uh... And then they then killed themselves, but didn't get rearranged because there was no person to do that. So they were the only ones not in, like, bed, covered, all those things. Um, right before they committed the last suicides, they sent out boxes to affiliates of the Heaven's Gate. And so these people just got all of these weird, like, videotapes of their farewell messages. Oh, again, that's so fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the I final boxes uh, had Doe's final exit and other farewell messages and contained a letter um, stating, we have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the record, I want to be a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vehicle. That's my vehicle. God. Ferrari. 
it's <laughs> it's intense it's so stupid um the san diego sheriff's department received an anonymous tip from one of these affiliates um it was i didn't get much into the research they'll tell you who it is nowadays but i i it, it meant nothing to me so i didn't write it to be honest with you i'm sorry yeah um but they got a tip at 315 on march 22nd suggesting they should check on the welfare of the residents uh d'angelo is his last name i don't know who the fuck d'angelo is and here is a transcript of the 911 caller yes i need to report an anonymous tip who do i talk to sheriff's department okay this is regarding what caller (laughs) this is regarding a mass suicide and i can give you the address um the single deputy bad fucking choice who first responded to the call, entered the home through a side door, saw 10 bodies, and was hit with the odor because things were already decomposing. Oh, yeah. It was hot California spring. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, they ended up searching, and they found all the bodies and just cremated them. And that was like the end of Heaven's Gate jesus well yeah because you know bonnie and clyde were both dead yeah i mean (laughs) what what more could you do in that time period right like oh i hate all of that it's a lot yeah oh well good job thank you all right well get yourself ready I'm, i'm ready I keep having this spear of light go right through my forehead, and I'm like, God, that is not you. Stay back, queen. <laughs> it's E.T. <laughs> E.T., He's you may not poke me with your finger. No. He's calling you home. I No. Just no. You don't want to inhabit this body. This body is not treated as a temple. Trust me. <laughs> I just need you to know. <laughs> There's, like, that meme. I don't know if you've seen it. That's talking about how, like, coronavirus entering my body, and it's like, the coronavirus being like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, no, but I did see the one where all the mosquitoes come out and they're like, where is everybody? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, all right. So take a sip of that drink and I will tell you, I decided to cover Nexium. I'm so excited because I know nothing, of, like nothing of this. Yeah, it's weird. Um... As per usual, we're just doing a, I'm doing a shallow dive. Um, There is so much more to this if you really want to get all in depth, but I just did the, you know, whatever. Yeah, that was a conversation we had before we even did this episode of just like being on the same page about that cults are so diverse and there's so much more we could get into, but just don't have time. Like we're already most of them are like minutes. Yeah. And most of them are like multifaceted and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, anyway, so Nexium, uh, which is spelled N-X-I-V-M, because they're cool. I think when you asked me if I've heard of them, I was like, the fuck is that? Like, what? Well, there is a popular or well-known drug named Nexium as well. Oh. I don't know if that has any correlation. Let me look. <laughs> okay. So, in 1998, Keith Rainier... And Nancy Salzman founded Nexium, which they described as a personal development company. I like the start. I know it goes yeah. horribly wrong. Yeah. So Nexium offered executive success program, so ESP, which <laughs> they claimed were all techniques that would help self-improve. 
Uh, Nexium is a heartburn drug. Oh, shit, I need that in my life. <laughs> I need that right. Nexium in my life. Okay. Um, in this... <laughs> in, Not exciting. No. Uh, in this program, participants would go through intensive uh, classes. Okay. So it was 12 hours a day for 16 days straight. Wow. And these people were said to have paid up to like $7,500 for these How classes. How do you get people to do these things? I don't know. But let me just tell you, Jeez. any self-help thing is not going to require you to do 12-hour days, 16 days in a row, and cost that extensive amount of money. I'm just saying, if you want self-help, there are other options. This is your red flag already. It's very common, though. There are like... People who, well, not even people, but like there are self-help seminars for like grands. Like it's ridiculous. It's it's like a thing now. Oh, it is a thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the thing that like as we continue on through the rest of this, you'll see like it really what it kind of just reminds me of is just like I said before, all those other rungs and of the ladder and like almost like Scientology-esque. Ooh, yeah. And like you have to like really reach that next level, da, 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 da. <laughs> you're, you're blurry. Um, so then they, these classes, they were divided up into modules such as relationship sourcing, best people, perfect world, the heroic struggle, and my personal favorite, Dracula and his ghouls. You totally had me until that one. <laughs> I was like, Which yeah, talk- this makes sense. Therapy, great. And then fucking Count Droco. Dracula and his ghouls, which talked about psychopaths and their followers. How fucking ironic. <laughs> you, you're, you're exposing yourselves in your cult, man. Exactly. Miss, <laughs> mister. Don't give away all the tricks. Keep some stuff in the bag. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yes. So, there was also a ranking system, of course, because there always is in all of Hierarchy, these, right? Man. Um, in which you would wear colored belts. Um, so like martial art belts, depending on what level you were. Oh, um, good. Yeah. That's original. They, yes, of course it is. Uh, they had a 12 point mission statement where participants would recite the pledge and purge themselves of parasites and envy based habits. Ugh. I hate this already. Like, I hate this so much. Yeah. Like, it's already that brainwashing, yes. Yeah, I was like, that's not good. Um, That's not how it should be. Yeah. So, everyone also had to address Keith as Vanguard. That was his nickname. Van Gogh? Van Gogh? Is that you? Van Gogh? He cut off his ear. No. Um, (laughs) And Nancy as Prefect? Perfect Prefect? It is Prefect, um, but I don't know. These were just their names that they picked for themselves uh, so again any thing that makes you call somebody else by a different name another red flag i'm just going to keep pointing these out okay said here's how to not be in a cult 101 okay yeah <laughs> uh so they would even organize vanguard week which was the celebration of keith's birthday so it was like this big i want a week a whole, for my birthday right it, and it was a whole what? thing yeah We'll call it Bean Week. Bean Week, yeah! <laughs> it's coming up. Don't you worry. And we're going to be in quarantine, so it's going to be great. It's going to be great. 
Great. So uh, some of the inner circle of the members were taught that they're in their past lives they were high-ranking Nazis. What? And uh, even Nancy was said to have been reincarnated Hitler. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, fuck. I'm yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Hitler, another person who benefited from Nexium was Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Her hands and everything. <laughs> In 2007, she saw a string of financial contributions to her first presidential campaign, um, which totaled um, about $30,000. Is, is this Nexium or the Illuminati? Uh, you know, I, I cannot. Are they the same thing? Do I just mm-hmm. not understand? It's all one and the same. Who knows, right? Um. As Nexium continued to grow, they would continue to um, recruit more people. One such person was what? Smallville. Did you ever watch Smallville? No. I did not either, so okay. I don't know who she is. But Great. <clears throat> she was a Smallville actress, Allison Mack. Uh, she believed in it so much that she convinced her parents to take classes, and she even moved to Clifton Park, New York, to be closer to Nexium. Uh, what? Because she was from Canada, and once filming on Smallville ended, she moved to New York. Uh, Nexium was actually based out of Albany, New York. Oh, fucking yeah. New York! Like she so believed in it, and I guess now is probably also a good time where they would. There was another. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember her name now, but she was the heiress to the Seagram. You know, the alcohol Seagram? Yeah. She was an, an heiress to that billionaire fortune, and her and her sister both got sucked into these guys. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> her so dad invented Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and toaster strudels. Toaster strudels. That's what it is, not Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Same shit. But so what this cult was doing was, is it definitely was, um, it was a targeting uh, upper class, a wealthy beautiful women that were all skinny that were like not eating regularly not sleeping regularly so you know and and that was who Keith liked like that was the type he liked so I mean if you sit back and you think about it and you look at these women and you're like oh my god like you're rich and you're beautiful and you're skinny and you're da 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 and you're like oh yeah I want to be like that like how would you not get sucked into this well yeah yeah, right? and not only that, but <clears throat> when you're like sleep deprived in these things, oh yeah, you're not making good decisions about your life. Not at all. If you're sleep deprived and you're not eating properly, yeah. So like I read this or I heard this one thing which was so it's so dumb where Keith at one point said that he only needed like two to four hours of sleep at night. No, but then he would sleep like eight hours during the day. Oh, okay. I was like, sir. So it's like he, he was totally contradicting himself, but it was what they would do to these women is they would get them off these, ir- they, it would be, they would do like irregular sleeping patterns and yeah, <clears throat> and just like not feed them properly. So anyway, no. So as if all of this wasn't already like headed downhill and bad enough, uh, Keith and Allison decided to start an off brand or an, another company, a sister company to Nexium called dos so it was dom dominus obscuisonorum nailed it um which is latin for master over slave women the fuck yeah what is this (laughs) so yes so this was supposed to be a quote sister secret sisterhood within nexium 
stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. So you've got these women, and I watched a documentary on this of a girl who actually got out, and she literally, you have these women who are your friend, who are involved, they're in it with you, and they're recruiting you to be a part of DOS, and they're telling you, oh my God, it's so amazing, it's the next level of sisterhood, basically. No. And really, what it turned out to be... Um, is in order to be allowed in DOS, you had to be willing to be a slave for another woman. So you had you had other women above you, and you were their slave. What? And you would have to do whatever they asked. No. Uh huh. Um, no, I will put gummy worms in your hair after I lick them. No. <laughs> I brush this my is why I said like it. introduce py- pyramid scheme with sex added into it. Like it's like you know Ooh. I don't know it's. It's getting too weird for me. But and of course all the women had to sleep with Keith. Of course they did. It's Doc. Of course. My ex total corks really fast. Yeah. He was trying to find a job and he went out to um Vector Knife Company. And it was just a pyramid scheme, but they literally held on to him for like two and a half hours for an interview. And we thought he got like sex trafficked because no one heard from him. <laughs> it was a long interview. It turned out to be like a scam. Like he was like, I thought he was dead. Like really. He was just gone. He was just gone. gone. It was not oh good. Oh my God. Um, so the as part of this DOS initiation, the women would have to take pictures of themselves naked. Mm. Uh, so as you can imagine, this would be used later to blackmail them if they ever tried yep. to leave. So again, manipulating, stripping, making them think that they're getting more camaraderie, stripping them of, you know, their dignity, their money, their everything. It's awful. Sorry, what was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. It was the TV screaming, but it scared me. I was like, <laughs> you all right? Um, so this part, of, oh, I can't even. But these oh, no. women would also have to be part of a ceremony in which they would be blindfolded and made to strip down naked. Oh, God. They would then be held down by Allison and three other members. Oh, okay. No. And they would be branded... By a doctor using a cauterizing pen. No. So in in case nobody knows what that is, it's literally like a pen that on the end of it, it burns your flesh but cauterizes it at the same time. So unlike a branding where they would heat it up, stick it on you, pull it off, and you're done, this they would literally draw on them with this pen that would be burning their skin as it went. Okay. (laughs) It turns out that the... And it was all a specific design, of course. And if you look at it, the specific design made up Keith and Allison's initials combined. Oh. Yeah. Um, And it was said that each one would take about 30 minutes. And all the women said that they could, like, while they're waiting their turn, all they could smell was burning. I was going to say, yeah, you could smell that. That's not. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dear Lord. Yeah. So, and then, of course, in the end, all the women of DOS were forced into sex slavery. Like, that's just what ended up happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it stood for. Yeah, that's what it stood for, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mm. my God. This is a glorified pimp. Like, it, and again, there's so much more to it that deals, because, you know, Keith, um, he came up with other companies under this umbrella, and was doing other things um, that were not just sex slave, like, it had to do with money and all this other jazz, and again, I didn't get into all that, Um, I just kept it to this, you know, nitty gritty right here, but. Tell me this um, dude's dead before I kill him. 
Oh, no. So what? in March, oh, no, it, this is recent, okay? In March of 2018. Oh, my God. 2018. He was finally arrested and indicted on a number of charges related to DOS, uh, which included sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit forced labor. Oh, my God. Go fucking figure. Hmm. Mm. So he was basically coercing women to have sex with him and branding them. And if they refused, he would threaten to expose their pictures and take their money. Do it. Do it at that point. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, Show so my th- cooter. Get me out yeah. of this shit. No, and one of the women that I watched on the documentary, that's what she was saying, is she was like, I can't believe I got sucked into this. I can't. And that was the thing, is she ended up being a big recruiter for Nexium, and she was, like, heartbroken that she got other people, like, other women involved in this. And one of the things that they, that Nexium did, I didn't include this earlier, but um, it just... I remembered it, uh, is that they took, I don't know if you remember a while ago, there was a video that came out and it was like literally like a beheading of like four or five women. Yep. Um, so they would take that video and Keith, for some reason, was very intrigued by this video. And when he watched it, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm disgusted. He watched it and was like, I wonder what all those people are thinking. Yeah. Like in a a philosophical way. I mean, the brain so they, is awake for like six seconds or whatever, but fuck you. Well, and then what he, so what he did is he took a bunch of people and in Nexium and he said they were doing these experiments and they would put them in this room and they would put on this like neurological brain thing and they would make them watch this. They wouldn't tell them what they were going to see at all and they would make them watch it. And Oof. it was supposed to be like their experiment, but it was like literally like people have PTSD from this now. This is why there's a code of ethics around research now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they were doing like they were doing like experimental research when they shouldn't be. And yeah, it was just weird. So so angry. Yeah. Um, So his trial took place in May of 2019. So just a year ago. Holy shit. Um, What what rock have I been living under? I know. I know. Uh, He was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking, although I couldn't find like what he actually got sentenced to. I couldn't find that. But, um, you know, whatever. As long as you sentence, I give no shit. Yeah. So, and then in April of 2018, Allison was also arrested for basically the same charges as Keith, um, as Keith was. She ended up pleading guilty to just racketeering, but she actually has yet to be sentenced. Really? As of now, she still hasn't been sentenced. There was some holdup or some snafu. I'm not really sure of what course. happened. Of course. But yeah, she hasn't been sentenced. Oh my God. Why? I'm sorry. I know. This is so, like, so upsetting. I, especially because this one's so, like, woman-focused to me. And I'm not a huge feminist. And I mean that in the best way possible. I'm not a huge extremist on either side. But, like, come on. Like, this is upsetting as another female. No, for sure. And it's, like, why, you know, like... I don't know. I agree with you. It's very upsetting. It's very, um, you know, they're preying on people's weaknesses. They're very manipulative. That's that's how these cults drive, you know. Otherwise, they don't, they don't have anybody. Which is really, I didn't feel that same way about Heaven's Gate. I didn't feel like, oh, those poor people. Like, because I, I don't know. Which, I, you know, I don't know the actual participants. So maybe there's a lot of context I'm missing. But this just hurts. It does because they are 
suckered in not see like with heaven's gate at least those people were like going off of like the the other like the crazy people's ideas right. and being like i agree with you on that this one is much more like normal if that's what you want to call yeah. it it's much more like oh we're just gonna give you you're just gonna take classes and you're gonna become a better self and this and that and then they've sucked you in and then once they've sucked you into that then they turn you into dos which is now you're in sex slavery and you didn't even know that that's what you were actually signing up for in the best way possible i mean this is kind of smart because like the whole like better yourself movement Mm -hmm. was a really smart pull to pull from as a criminal oh yeah no for sure and the thing is is like he i didn't include like his early years but he at the age of 24 was sleeping with a 15 year old what the fuck oh my god that's really strong sorry your face (laughs) um and just shit like that so like he was always like preying on younger younger yeah more naive uh (sighs) girls and that's just who he was now he was said to of course been incredibly intelligent now whether or not that's actually true i think he's even in the guinness world book of records as being one of the top three like most intelligent people however he took the test at home and nobody and i don't know that like i don't know if anybody was there like i don't know if it was monitored the same way i don't know when you get in the guinness book of world records and i only know this for like weird reasons i don't remember now but like you have to have a recruit from guinness with you to actually watch the record breaking happen yeah so i don't even know but what would the test look like to prove that you're like that intelligent uh, an iq i mean i'm not saying it's it's valid because I mean, maybe he took that its own but. maybe he maybe that's what i mean is like maybe he was taking the iq test at home by himself maybe but he, but you know. can't just be like this is my score now put me in guinness like they have to like watch you take like there's a lot of weird loopholes maybe anyway so yeah that was my case sorry i'm drinking to deal with that um good job thank you (laughs) that's really upsetting but great job (laughs) i knew you would like that or at least in find it interesting because that one is really truly all from a psychological standpoint whereas yours is more of like it's still psychological to get people to believe in cults, but religious. it's it, it's a more it was more of a religious base where mine's definitely more of a psychology plane. Yeah. So like the whole time I was thinking about the Stanley Milgram, that is that's not right. That's not it. But there's a shock experiment. So when you said that they like watched the video of people being beheaded, the only thing that came to my mind was there was this experiment a while back where you had like two people, an actor that was in a room that you really couldn't see. But you could hear them. And then there was an experimenter, like the person that was also part of experiment on the other side of this wall. And you couldn't see the other people, but you could hear them. And then you had like a doctor who was also an actor. But what they would tell you is like, hey, we're going to go through all of these questions. When they get it wrong, you shock them. And every time they got it wrong, the shock turned up. Oh, However, they weren't actually getting shocked on the other side. So it was purely psychological and purely very unethical in today's standards. But that's what that made me think of is just like this unethical testing of humans and their psychological capacity. Yeah. It's insane. You, you know, at a certain point, like, especially in that situation where you like, we get to decide what we 
watch Mm -hmm. right and sometimes something will come up on like facebook or something and it'll be a video that i don't anticipate and it just pops up and immediately if it's something that i'm not expecting like i feel trauma from it right you know like and so you know when you get into those sorts of things and where you're not actually choosing what you're seeing it's not okay no you can't i can't tell you what you're psychologically ready for and it changes Mm -hmm. by the day and like you know i would say me and you are a little more desensitized than people that aren't into these types of things right and so i don't know that's such an interesting rabbit hole to me and that you're right i find it so interesting because psychology is one of my majors so i'm like yeah oh my god what like i don't know yeah i knew that you would so my head is spinning Should we lighten the mood? Please do. I am getting myself <laughs> drunk over here. Mm, um, okay, so I did something a little bit different this week. Ooh, hit me with it. Um, so I still did. We're, we're doing our quirky clippings, but I found that on um, uh, uh, there's a hashtag going around called Ooh. hashtag I knew I had cabin fever when. Yes, yes, yes. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, I just started picking a couple of these because I thought they were funny and I thought it was fitting for the time. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, hashtag I knew I had fever when I left a voice fe- voicemail for my sister quacking like a duck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've called you a bazillion times and left wacky voicemails of me just like yelling <laughs> yeah. at you. Like, and I was like, oh, yep, that sounds like, that sounds like Taylor. Taylor. Eh, okay and then hashtag i knew i had cabin fever when my husband and i had a ribbon cutting ceremony when we moved the cat box to the, its new location <laughs> <laughs> okay that's just bougie as fuck and i love it <laughs> is what that is <laughs> Incredible. um <laughs> I like this one. Hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I got upset that my dog got up and went to another room without me. <laughs> you need human interaction, my friend. <laughs> and then I picked one more. Um, oh, yeah, this one's good. <laughs> this is, you know, a little bit peeping Tomish, so maybe that's why I liked it. But yes. hashtag, I knew I had cabin fever when I watched the entire season of The West Wing on Netflix, but watched it through my neighbor's living room window. <laughs> we all enjoyed. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I Did they have subtitles on? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> OMG, that's incredible. Anyway, I thought that those were fun. Um, and just to mix it up because you know, we different well, and we start to sometimes get the same headlines. Oh, for sure. So I thought maybe from now on I'll try to pick like a hashtag of the week and just like comp like do people's like funniest hashtags from it. Um it's still our quirky clippings, but you know. Just different. I love it. Just different, yeah. (laughs) So that was yeah, that was this week. Awesome. Well, I have a butt plug or shameless plug or whatever people always want to call it. We, are you ready for this? Let's do it. We are ambassadors of an awesome company called FNX. So FNX.com. 
you need to go on this website for anything. I just recently got into running, so I'm not super athletic anymore. Not like I was in high school. Thank you, extra 30 pounds. Whatever. Yeah, are we all? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still really loving my protein AM to get me going. Um, and these people are awesome. They've reached out to us a bazillion times. So we are now a part of their program. And if you use our code Corky, C-O-R-K-Y, you'll get 15% off your order to kind of help you out during this Corona time. Mm, nice. And their morning protein, we both did the maple donut. Oh, and so oh good. my God, it's so good. We also both got the greens drink. And let me tell you, yes. that shit cleaned me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I switched every other day because I was like, oh, my God, I can't keep doing this. Like, You're like, I'm not keeping any nutrients in my body. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and that, that was called Unicorn Punch, which I was really shocked that tasted anything decent. So they're really awesome. They have CBD. They have a ton of different things. Um, and I've been really happy with them. So show them some love. Show us some love. Um, Facebook, iTunes, Apple is our best way to help us out, giving us a five-star review. And then, of course, as always, if you guys want to see us do any specific case, like, let us know. Yes, we are so open to suggestions. It's not even funny. But I- and if you need to shop, also visit 3blessgems.com and shop our amazing store. At the end, put in a Corky Crime. Just Corky, no, C O R K Y, and uh, what? What do we do? Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Get you. Oh, get yourself a new cute shirt. Ooh, I don't know if I talked about it last time, but we got new shirts that say "True" or what is it? "True Crime," "Glass of Wine," "Bed by Nine." Bed by Nine. Yes, bitch, and Which it is, is nine. So this is why we are saying. We hope y'all have a good night. Yes. I also want the master of the or master, ring master of the shit show is the shirt I need. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, those are our plugs. Um, those are companies we believe a lot in, especially people gems, obviously, because we put our heart and soul in it. And during this time, it's not obviously open. So supporting Soon. it is amazing. Soon. Soon it'll well, be open. Yes. You know, and so putting, giving us some love is always appreciated. Yes, thank you. And uh, on that note, we will see you guys next week. Next week. Are we doing bar crimes? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys. All right. Bye. Bye.